Dev has finally returned uh, now that I'm in a house and he's in the new recording studio. It's Steph, it's good to fucking see you again, buddy. Yeah, it has been forever. Like it feels for, like it for, for for a very long time. I honestly got fearful. When was the first time that we recorded through online? Oh god, that would have been in. My god, probably middle of March. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the problem with it is like, um, like the whole COVID thing was was kind of scary for a lot of people. Like with the the kind of work that you do, like mm-hmm. you had every reason to be a little bit frightened of of it and and uh, be very uh, uh, careful about how you're doing things, mm-hmm. but. Um, our state's been opening up a lot more lately. Not every shop is going to be open. Yeah. Like, uh, Hot Topic has still been closed, actually. Oh, God. Like, if you go to our, our mall, Lindale Mall, it's it's pretty dead, actually. Like, yeah. lots of stores are just are just completely shut. It's, it's just that people people understand what, what this exactly is, and they're just staying away from all these public places because they don't... They, they, they've seen what happens. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a good, it's not a pretty sight. Plus, there's a uh, a scare of a second wave that could happen with COVID. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'll believe anything. Yeah. Simply because it, it, it like all the worst fears keep coming true. It is. Yeah, it does. It's just like it's it's the it, 2020 is the year that keeps on giving. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, I want the UFOs to be real. Damn it. But. So here we are in the uh, in a hookah lounge of a recording studio, uh, and well, let's let's go ahead and hop into something a little bit more fantasy oriented. So I'm, I'm I'm looking at this hookah, and I'm remembering a very a very a very really cool part in a book that I like reading it's from Conan the, uh, the Conan series. Yeah, and like. I don't know if you guys know about this, but Conan is probably going to be one of the more high adventuresque sort of things, right? Like you got your you got your barbarians, you got your thieves, you got all this sort of stuff. We're going out there for treasure and just adventuring, and it's just it's super fucking cool. And I'm looking at this hookah, and I'm remembering certain things from Conan, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, that you know what, that actually reminds me, like, I should probably be putting down certain things in a game that I'm playing. That game is called Conan Exiles. Yeah, so I remember buying that off of Steam, then returning it very shortly, uh, just because I didn't like the way the game was, was run. And what was this? This was back in... 2018 2019 yeah so like updates have been going on ever since then mm-hmm. you want to tell i mean so okay so i only recently got into the game about a month ago and since that month it's just oh my god it's been so fucking insane i'm not gonna lie so for instance one of the major updates for conan was horses like you could get horses you can make saddles for them you can ride them around they're very useful now and everyone wants one because they're very useful and then on top of that they released the new dlc i think uh it was the argonian or something like that not not the ones that you're thinking of (laughs) yeah yeah. agonians or something like that but it's like mesopotamia era armor and like building styles and all this sort of stuff i have a dlc called jewel to the west 
Jewel of the West, which is uh, an Aqualonian theme thing. Sorry, I'm naming off all this stuff. Trust me, it'll make sense when I start explaining it a little bit more. But it's just basically like Romans, but blue <laughs> instead of purple. Uh, there's DLCs for like these... Um, these very Turkish-looking armors, these very Arabic-looking armors, these wild-looking armors, like Asian-looking armors, and it's just super fucking cool to get into this game and just have fucking fun. So, for instance, this game is known as... Uh, this, this game, Conan Exiles, it takes place in the Conan universe. And it's... It's... it's like a survival MMORPG where you run around, you obviously have an endgame objective, but it's much more fun just running around in this world. And then when you finally get bored with it, that's when you complete the objectives. And it's, well, it's, uh, it seems to be like a version of Ark that just takes place in the Conan universe. Is yeah. that pretty much right that's that's kind of right but here's the thing when it comes down to arc there's no other people like in like npcs that you can talk to right oh okay yeah but in this but in conan exiles there's a lot of different npcs that you can talk to some of them are friendly some of them are very neutral to you and some of them are hostile to you because this is a wasteland and you gotta survive somehow um so, for instance, there is, uh, there's like, uh, in the southeastern area of the starting of the map, there is a, there is a city, the Relic Hunter city. And there is, like, it looks just like a city. Like, there's people wandering around, they're, they're doing things, and you can go to a bar and purchase wine to per, uh, to okay to, to drink and it's really fucking cool and in there you can talk to Conan the barbarian oh and he's 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 uh, no one knows why he's there he even says that this place is fucking shitty <laughs> like he hates <laughs> this place hardcore yeah like it's and then of course there's fucking magic man over here doing magic spells and shit like that. His shit's dumb and the wine tastes like camel piss and I hate <laughs> like fucking sleeping on the floor like a goddamn dumbass. But I'm gonna stay here anyways. Conan, is it because you want to fuck one of the women here? It's because I want to fuck one of the women here. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's just so cool. Now, those of you that don't know about the Conan universe or the Conan world. It's this fucking, it's this weird place. All right, I'm going to just set that out here right now. The Conan world is kind of strange. There's not a lot of magic in the game, and the magic that does exist in the game is very, it's very overpowering. Like, in the Conan RPG, there are spells that say that, yeah, you can make a earthquake, It'll either be a magnitude one earthquake or the earthquake that ends the world. You have to roll on that chart. <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. The, the, the DM is basically told, let it happen. If they cast that spell and something happens, let it happen. Because your players cause that. Um, there's spells in the, in, in the RPG that just basically causes people to just rupture. 
like just insides out. Really? Yeah, and it's it's so fucking cool. Uh, uh, in order to like summon demons or something like that, you have to sacrifice people. Like actually go out, no shit, get people and slaves, sacrifice them, and you have to do it to exact specifications, or else you just unleash a demon. And it's okay. just I fucking love how Conan, the Conan series handles sorcery. For me, sorcery should be terrifying, but it should be rare. Like, magic should be rare. But, and, and because you don't have magic, that doesn't mean that it's going to be taking away from your, your, your enjoyment of the world. Conan has faced down all, like, these crazy-ass creatures before, and he's, he's, he's mainly come out on top. It's just that he's also human, so he'll fail sometimes. And you'll notice that a lot in the books, uh, and like, and in 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 the most recent book that I'm thinking uh, that I'm thinking about, he becomes like this this pirate, and he goes out raiding on the on the on the high seas, and like he's a really good pirate, but then you know he messes up, someone betrays him, and now he's basically back to square one, where he's like, okay, well that was my adventure, I guess I'm gonna go fuck off somewhere else then. Okay. And I've played in the RPG before. And it is in my opinion, it can spawn a lot more stories than D&D ever than than D&D ever can. Right now our party consists of a half-naked uh basically African barbarian lady. Like uh if you've seen Conan the Destroyer, she's that one. Okay. She's that lady. Um, fuck. I am playing a Spanish pirate and who has changed religion seven times now in order to not die. Really? Yes. I, I want to know about that. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain it later. That's, but like, the reason why I'm talking about this is because there's much more interesting systems out there than just D&D. We've gone over this multiple times in like, previous episodes on different shows but i will always i will always stick to my guns there are more interesting and well done systems outside of pathfinder and D. shadowrun vampire masquerades um exalted uh fuck what's the other ones uh wrath and glory dark heresy Okay, so uh, Exalted is actually a game that I've looked into before, and uh, I, I got to say, it, it is something that I would love to try out if I get the chance to. Uh, Gutman is actually who told me about that game first. Yeah, and I, I, I was and I was able to follow along with that, but I, I've never been able to play play a game of Exalted mainly because it's 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 community is very small in our area. Yeah, but it, it's yeah, it's fairly is. larger in like other areas and stuff like that, and I I feel kind of sad that I'm not able to play Exalted, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, like when it comes down to Conan, the reason why I like the system is that it uses multiple D20s, but the higher you get, the worse it is. You're supposed to roll under a score, which is on in my opinion a pretty good system. Um, and it's just, oh God, it's just so much fun to mess around with in that game. So again, our party consists of a fighter, like this African warlord lady, me, a 
a Spanish pirate. Yeah. Uh, there is a disgraced nobleman from basically not Rome. <laughs> uh, there is a very hairy barbarian that is always half naked from like, he has a shirt. So I'll let you figure that part out. Yeah. Uh, and then of course we have a 16 year old exiled priest that knows magic, except no one knows if that's magic. Cause all they know is that he shoots really good and kills people. Uh, the NPCs in our party is a camel called Iago. He's a demon that has possessed the camel and has eaten people whole. Uh, and then we also have Robin, who has a sack of infinite mundane things, including severed heads, um, just nothing but knives. He has been addicted to a drug called Lotus multiple times. Um, he has burnt down a village. He has killed people. He has killed a <laughs> demon. I pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's just done all of this crazy shit. And he, at this point, he's his, he's his own high level thing that's happening right now. And like our adventures went from, went from firstly being a bunch of level one dumbasses that get hired on to be a part of this mercenary company that's invading a different area. We got betrayed. And so we went to go work for the people that we were killing before. So we went into basically the frontier, built a fort, got invaded by the natives, by the tribal people, by them turning into giant demon bears or using demon bats to carry away troops. So we went penniless. We killed a werewolf, which almost killed me. Um, went back, found out that the peop- that what remained of our mercenary company stole our gold. So he went to hunt them down. We killed them after he lost a horrific bet. Uh, then we helped a small city-state kill a bunch of cultists. My old character was killed by a hooker, who I then... Re- and then I started playing the hooker. Um, and then I had to leave for a while because I, I just, I couldn't make it to the sessions anymore. But between that time, they hooked up with another mercenary army. They killed a bunch of people. That's when I started coming back. And I came back as a disgraced crusader. And that happened. And then it turns out the person that we were helping didn't have any money, so we burnt down the city, and then the army showed up, the actual army, and so they killed us, except for the party itself, and we left. We went to the city of basically Sodom and Gomorrah. My crusader got really depressed because they desecrated the shrine of the god that he worshipped, Mitra. (laughs) Uh, He died of alcohol poisoning, and then there we go, there's my pirate. Yeah. And it's just, God, right now in our current, like, in our current campaign arc, we're being inquisitioned. We have turned the noun inquisition into a verb. And the art of inquisitioning is nailed to a cross and burnt to death. Like, that's, and that, that's, that's why my current character now worships Mitra as his patron saint. He's changed religions four times. No, five, yes, no, seven times now. Worshipped a spider god, a snake god, an ox god, a 
sun god, a sun ox god, and then he went agnostic for three years. Conan RPG is a very strange game. Yes. <laughs> well, and uh, speaking of RPGs, I mean, didn't you play the tabletop RPG for a while too? That was the tabletop RPG. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. But in this one, it's in this one, you get to make your own background. Like you get to choose where your person is from. So like the person, the, the Spanish pirate that I'm from is from a country called Zangara. Zangara is basically these sword wielding noblemen esque sort of characters. And then like the one that I, the, the, the person that I was the place where I was from before when I first started playing in that campaign was from Aquilonia, which is basically imagine Western Rome. So like constant, uh, Constantinople, Constantine, those sorts of people, the Byzantine empire, that's basically what they were. Okay. Uh, we are now in Stygia, which is a mixture between all of the Arabic nations. Uh, and then there is, there's Zingar, and I think there's Zangara. Zangara is basically where they worship Set openly, and he is not a very nice god. He is the god of death and necromancy and stuff like that. So they have a standing army of the undead. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fucking cool. Uh, but in Conan Exiles, they, they, they throw that around by basically giving you the armies of a lot of these very famous troops like the heavy armor for aqualonia the dlc that i have in jewel of the west is something called the black dragons the black dragons are picked from birth to swear to serve as the king's personal guard and the black dragon legion is an entire legion of these people which is about fuck ten thousand. So it's these 10,000 highly trained, basically imagine them as Spartans and Crusaders, except they're crusading for the king and not a god. So fighting a black dragon in the Conan tabletop game is terrifying. Good. Fighting more than five black dragons and not outnumbering them 10 to 1 will wipe the party fighting the legion is basically there's an unspoken rule where your characters just have to leave the scene or else they die they have to leave the country like they literally have to leave the country oh yeah we were always joking about like oh my god it's the fucking black dragons it's the fucking black dragons like that's what i was always saying like oh my god we're gonna fucking die we get to fight the black dragons guys like we're gonna die glorious no it's just some fucking random dumb asses in black armor Fine. <laughs> I wanted to have an awesome siege battle, but whatever. You can't have fun, I guess. Fucking kill me. They lopped off my commander's head, and then they <laughs> stole his... Oh, God. I... There's so many things wrong with our, like, little man-boy servant right now. Oh, yeah. He is... We're we're pretty sure the demon camel has basically told Robin, like, hey, go and do these things because that guy's telling you to. Should I burn down the village? You can burn down the village. Like, we need a distraction, Robin. Like, like, you know, like we, we just need to make sure that people don't notice us. 
So you think that, you know, like little firecrackers, like doing something like that, like making noises and distractions, something like that would be up their alley. Robin just takes a fucking torch, just goes over to a house and just starts putting it on the thatch roofs, just like running around <laughs> laughing like yeah. a fucking maniac. Like he still has a cart. Like every single time that we think something bad's going to happen, he just has a cart of things. Those things don't have anything useful. It's just mundane items, and we don't know where he gets them from. He's pulled out a knife when he was naked. No one knows where it came from. So, he, he always has a bag of severed heads, and they're always fresh. No one knows where he gets them. <laughs> so let's, let's change tracks here with, with uh, Conan. So um, Robert E. Howard is who created the character, right? Yes. Okay, uh, weirdo in the comments says the knife came from his ass. Um, sure, <laughs> you could actually—I mean, you could go with that. You—you, you, I mean, he has a—he has referenced prison pockets and watching a guy do it before. Oh yeah. So, um, so Robert E. Howard is uh, so the, the creator of Conan. Uh, basically, did what what Tolkien did for pulp magazines. So like uh, Howard was was writing these short stories of Conan the Barbarian that were being published in magazines, uh, and eventually got adopted into comic books, and and it became its own universe. Yeah. Um. Do you think it's a it's a grounded universe and it's with its own rules and it's it is it is its own grounded universe with its own rules. So firstly, the unspoken rule whenever you're writing about Conan, Conan starts with nothing. And then he grabs this really awesome item, or he gets all of this power. But always at the end of the book, he always ends the way he began, with nothing on him. Like, he's lucky if he has a few gold coins. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I actually do understand that, that concept with Conan. Uh, because, and I can remember um, that happening with stories that I've read. Uh, now, I, I tend to read more of the comics for Conan when I, when I get into it. But um, for somebody that wants to to get into Conan, and let's let's um, take away the movies. Like I love the first movie that came out. It, it, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vent this right now. The Conan movie is a very fun, adventuring like movie. It does not do the source material justice whatsoever. Like that sword of Aquilonia. He loses it at the at the end of the of of the first book. Like this super awesome sword, he gets drunk. From what I from what I remember, and he just loses the sword, and he just walks away like, well, fuck, I guess there goes that really awesome sword, whatever. So, what do you think is a good way for somebody to get introduced into the Conan universe? Honestly, think of each book like an episode that doesn't have anything to do with the other ones. Just. Go to your used bookstore. They will always have Conan books. It's always going to be like a dollar. Yeah, they're always somehow there. And you just walk over there, slap a dollar on the counter, start reading. Now, when you think of Conan the Barbarian, most people, and I'm very... uh, Okay, I'm not upset at this because I know that D&D is very popular. But Conan is not D&D. It doesn't have the magic system. It doesn't have these fantastic races. It has these fantastic nations. Each one of them has their own very interesting backstory. But it's not 
it is not D&D. Do not think of it like D&D. Think of it just as just as like an adventuring thing. The spells are there. But magic works very like it is two different worlds literally when it comes down to magic. It, it's in in D anD D or using the magic that you learned from God knows where, and you do the magic. There you go. Or warlocks, you do the thing, and your and the, your patron goes okay, throws out magic at you. In Conan, the gods are real. The gods are real. Right. Some of them don't give a shit. Also, this is also a place where it has been, where it is terrifying to think that something can be summoned. Because whatever you summon, summoning is not like, I want to summon this specific spirit. Well, in Conan, there are actual rules you have to follow when trying to do a ritual of summoning. You need to know the thing's name. You need to have the adequate sacrifices or it'll pop in and murder anything that it wants. The gods may or may not be old ones, like actual Cthulhu-esque. And they also just may or may not care. That is how magic works. That is how sorcery works in the Conan universe. Right. If you want to cast this big firebolt spell, you're going to get a firebolt spell. Don't get me wrong. It's probably going to kill a lot more people than you think it is. Like when it comes down to, I think, I think I've already talked about this, but when it comes down to like casting things like an earthquake, you think that like, uh, like, okay, it's just going to do like all this sort of damage to it. No. Casting anything that shapes the terrain is an actual cinematic event that you don't have to roll for outside of your usual sorcery checks. But this will range from a small tremor, something that'll freak people out, to the tremor that ends the world, that reshapes it and destroys it. And all of that depends on how well you do. The GM cannot affect the uh, cannot affect the result in any way except by just looking and saying like you know what we're going to keep doing that but here's what actually happens ground shakes and it will destroy buildings it will topple cities i've heard of stories where where someone tries to cast that spell as one of their last like just 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 to see what it can do they wiped out their hub city that they have been that they have built good relations with in the matter of hours destroyed this massive beautiful beloved city in the matter of an hour because the wizard wanted to try something out i love that yeah, yeah. in the conan universe every action will always have a consequence regardless of what you think should happen yeah, and that's compared to, I mean, that's absolutely compared to how D&D works with, uh, like, sure, there are consequences, but not to the same monumental effect of, of the way it works in Conan. Like, XD, I rolled, I rolled uh, a natural 20 on my attack roll. I'm going to do double damage on this. In Conan, 
getting a natural one gives you things that you can use to affect your rolls. All right. Like, that's cool, but it's always up to the GM to just say, all right, because you did this and because you're doing this, you're actually doing this. For me, that's really awesome. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, and with the books, uh, we've had uh, not just Robert E. Howard, but all kinds of different authors working on Conan, uh, including the, the highly renowned Robert Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you think of any other authors that have worked on it? I'm trying to think of some, but it's like every single time when it comes down to Conan, I just it just blanks out for me. Yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah, but I I've I've been trying to find a new book outside of the one that I did buy where he is attempting to rescue this princess from like a cult, a black cult, to get sacrificed. It's not Conan the Destroyer, but it's like an actual cult that is attempting to bring about another demon onto this world just because the whispers told them to. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's fucking amazing. It's so much more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have a book of, uh, Conan the Slayer, I think. And, uh, like when you mentioned about how, like there are consequences for what you're doing with magic, the, so Obviously, the main character being Conan, but uh, this this book brings in other characters that uh, are interesting in their own merits, and um, you you are watching an this this unfold where um, a a son of the of a leader of a of a tribe is uh, going against his father's wishes and um, causing all kinds of of death within this small uh, civil- civilization that he has. Yeah. Uh, creating this gigantic schism between the family. Um, and, and then the next thing you know, um, Conan and his uh, comrades are all getting ganged up by, by ghost skeletons. Yeah. It's because so, if, if, it's, if it's in the place that I think it is, if it's in the Pictish Wilds, even in the RPG, if you go into the Pictish Wilds with a large party, you're coming out with the player characters. Anyone else you bring in with you ain't going to make it. We, bar- we went in to the Pictish frontier trying to create a way fort so that way people can get m- further into the wilderness with a thousand men, 200 bowmen, 30 cavalrymen, rest infantry. Every single one of them died. Except for the one, the one archer who was our lieutenant, who was named Paktik, by the way. He, he, yeah. was, he, was, your, he was your stereotypical Indian, red dot, big belly, sandals kind of guy. The only reason he survived is because the Aqualonian army came and rescued us. Because the two riders I sent out to go and tell the Aqualonian army that we need help, we have the fort, we just need help to hold it, they got butchered on their way back. And not just butchered, heads, pikes, side of the road, bodies are now somewhere, including the horses. Well, shit. Yeah, going into the Pictish wilds in the Conan universe is terrifying because the Picts they fucking hate anyone who's an outsider. 
and they will massacre anyone. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying to go into the Pictish wilds. So what do you think of the Conan comics in comparison to the, uh, um, the literature from, they will always have a different tone, especially when, when, so the hard, the hard thing is when it comes down to the books is that you need to be descriptive about what's actually happening in Conan. There are certain things where it's like, it can sound a little mundane, but it can also sound fantastical when it comes down to the comics, you know exactly what you're looking at. And I guess in my, in my mind, it has nothing to do with the, I mean, I have nothing against the comics. But it's that imagination to pop into your head. It's one thing to see it, like, on the page and, like, actually read it. Like, Conan walks into a bar. You're seeing him going and doing that sort of stuff. He's having a dialogue with certain characters. But it's another thing to look at the book and imagine what the inn looks like. Like, imagine what everyone's doing. Like, right now, there's there's a part in the scene where there's people just smoking out of a hookah. And I think that that's fucking amazing. And it just, like, you can vividly imagine things that are happening in an inn. Like, it even tells you, like, there's murmurs going on in the crowd. Like, they're just, they're talking to one another. It's a, it's a kind of dead inside of the inn. The barkeeper is just tending to the bar right now, handing out drinks. Um, Conan walks in, and no one really pays a mind because he's just another mook. He's not like, Conan the Destroyer. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, 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 not, not how this works. But, and it's just so fucking cool. And I think that, I think that there are things that the Conan RPG scratches for me that D&D can never scratch. In my opinion, at least. I have a huge appreciation for that. Yeah. You know, because things with, things with Dungeons and Dragons feel very cookie cutter and part of the reason why I try to find other games to play is just, it's just, I want to experience something more yeah. than really what feels like a, a copy and paste of Tolkien's work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've actually been wanting to write my own, uh, literature based on a character that I created Do like, it. so many years ago. But the, the, the problem is like, the world building of it. Like I need to, I want to figure that out first before really diving into the whole storyline. So here, here's, here's how you need to do it. Sure. Pick out an area where your character should be starting out in. And then from there develop. Then after you think to yourself, what would be a good fit for this character to be doing right now in this area? Well, it's, I mean, this place is like, I don't know, a farmland, so he's he's there for a reason. Like, maybe there's an old hero that is visiting there, and then you just go from there with world building. But in order for you to do the world building, at least when it comes down to me, write down the first chapter. When you get the first chapter over and done with, reread it, look at what it is, like, okay, why did I write that thing? And then everything will start fucking piecing together. Like... It's, you know, those stupid cork boards that people have, and then they yeah. put like the strings and shit like that. Yeah. That's exactly what happens in your mind. Okay. I think I'll, I think I'll take that advice then. Yeah. Um, so with the movies then, you said the, the, the original movies didn't uh, work with the source as well. What about the Jason Momoa film? 
Hollywood. That's just Hollywood again. Like, I'm not going to lie. It just doesn't hold a candle to what has been shown. You know The Witcher, how you got angry at the armor? <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to say angry, but like, uh, yeah, like I think the armor could have been done much more justice. That. Okay. Like exactly that. Look, Conan, like it, Aquilonia, Stygia, uh, like all of these different cultures that exist in the world have their own specific way that their armor looks. Like, like everyone in our party looks like they're from their region. Like I have somewhat fancy pirate clothing. Uh, the nobleman looks like he has fancy nobleman armor from where he's from. Uh, the priest kid that I was talking about, he looks like he is in like Egyptian garb. And it's just super fucking cool. There's someone from Hyboria. There's someone from Samaria. Just the armor needs to be distinct because each one of the cultures are very distinct. Yeah. I, and I completely agree with that too. So, uh, we're running at 38 minutes here, almost 38 minutes. Um, is there anything else you want to mention about all this before we wrap it up? I don't like bashing on the films because the films are good in their own sense. Yeah. But don't take the films as the source material. If you really want to do like good, good things, always go to the source material because the source material will always be the superior one, especially in the cases of these old films. Dune, for instance, really weird and fantastical. But when you read the book, it's actually more it's not as fantastical as what people think it is. And that's the misconception with a lot of these older things. Flash Gordon, based off of the 50s thing, that is way too 80s when you look back at it. Like, and then you look over at the Flash Gordon comic and it's just like, this, the movie is way too 80s. Oh, this and I've never seen the, uh, the movie either. It is an adventure. Let's just put it at that. Like, it's an adventure. I'm not going to lie. Don't watch a sci-fi one. <laughs> sci-fi one can go burn in hell. From the sci-fi channel? Yeah. Well, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, no, they had a show. Uh, they, they never, well, I never really trust a sci-fi original series or movie. They, they tend to be not very good. Yeah, they are not very good. Um, but yeah, always go to the source material because you're, you'll be more pleased with the source material. I think the best one when it comes down to like the best example to that would actually be the Ritz, uh, would actually be Ritzonia. Really? The movie is terrible. Yeah, it looks terrible. It is terrible. It's just, it's Conan, but he has clothes on. Mm -hmm. And the woman that's supposed to be the main character? No, she's Conan's side chick. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Conan talks more. Let's just put it at that. Oh, that's really disappointing, because I I view her as her own character anyway. Yeah, in the comics. Or in, in, like, she has a book, right? I want to say she does. I think she does. Like it in any literary thing that Red Sonia's in, she's badass. Don't get me wrong. Fuck, she even had a crossover event with uh, Pathfinder 2 and John Connor and Conan the Barbarian. 
Yes. And that was a module. That was an actual campaign thing that you could play in. And I I think I have the comics at home somewhere, mainly because I wanted to try it out one day. But it never really came to fruition. Right. Because Conan came out, and that's the only reason why I wanted to play, because I wanted to play, like, <laughs> I wanted to play in a world of Conan. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's just, I feel a little sad because I do feel like everyone keeps forgetting that a lot of these good systems, like Conan the Barbarian, that because it's not D&D, it's not worth my time. That's what a lot of people's mindsets are, and I think I think we need to change from that. I think we need to stop playing D&D and start playing other games. I completely agree with you. Yeah. I completely. Just... And if if your friends group want to play D and D, just say how about we do? How about we try a different game system for a while, see how we like it, and if we like it, we can keep going. Otherwise, we can go and do D and D if you want. Yeah, just do this every once in a while. Like, hey guys, do you want to go and play this thing instead? If they say yes, there you go. If they say no, I want to only play D and D. They may be a little boring, but I mean, you can keep <laughs> with it if you want. Yeah, uh, I, I've been able to have the pleasure of sitting down and talking to Alex from Psycho Stick. Uh, that episode of uh, SAB is up right now. The only reason why Stev wasn't in it is just he had to work, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but he was there for uh, Guru Larry, and that was a great episode, That too. was a fun episode. Yeah. That was a super fun episode. I loved him. Yeah. But I, I I can't go a weekend without recording something with with Stev though. Mm-hmm. It's he's every bit of a part of this. Yay! So um, I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Until next time, damage fall. How dare you mess with our thing? How <laughs> dare you mess with our thing? You are a fool and a coward, and I hate your face. You punch. 